Welcome to the All About the Delivery podcast for this week. I'm Andy Hirschfeld. Joining me right now is Rebecca Black. Yes, that Rebecca Black, the one that had that music video in 2011, uh, Friday, which like everybody and their mother made fun of. Um, but there's a person uh, behind those criticisms, and that person has a new album. It's not that bad. You should definitely take a listen. But more valiantly, she is uh, campaigning against bullying, and she's joining me on the phone. Rebecca Black, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really well. So I want to discuss a few things with you. I saw your piece on um, NBC News Left Field and that was that is what made me like want to reach out to you guys and like talk to you. I'm really kind of inspired about how you're using your experience um, with your music video to address bullying and cyberbullying. I understand you did like a tour um, yeah. to talk to talk to kids about it. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, well, thank you. Um, I just got off, well, I mean, it feels like I just got off, but in October I did uh, this tour called Love is Love, and it was with two other um, YouTubers, influencers, whatever the right word is, and we all in our own way kind of spoke about our own experience in the the hope of helping someone else. And so I did it. I, I spoke a lot more than I normally do in, like, a show, I guess. What do you What do you mean? You spoke a lot more. I guess I, I normally when planning out a show, it's like music first and then speaking second. But I spent like a month before doing that tour, working out exactly not what I wanted what I wanted to say, just to make it sound good um, or to make it mysterious or fit the song. But and it became so apparent to me as soon as I went on this tour and met. We had these long meet and greets, and we met the majority of the people that were at these shows who were kids all dealing with something. Um, there were a lot of kids in the LGBTQ plus community there and parents, um, some that weren't, but everyone was clearly there for a reason. And, and so every, everything I was saying, I wanted to make sure had meaning to it. It wasn't just like, all right, this is my next song. Um, it was, it was more so like, how do I, how do I make this make sense to anyone who maybe hasn't dealt with heartbreak yet um, or isn't out of school yet, but to make it more personal to everyone in the room. And how old are these kids that you're, you're working with that you're having these conversations with? It it was a really wide range. Everyone from, there were some kids as as young as like nine and 10 there, but then a lot of, um, teenagers and, and my peers there as well. I'm 20, so a lot of young adults um, mm-hmm. that here, but also parents. Like, there were a good amount of parents in the audience. Like, parents who are trying to deal with it with their, with their kids or parents who've been bullied? Parents, therefore, their kids. Oh, okay. Understand. Um, it, there, was a, there was a big, like, LGBT um, focus in that show because both Miles and Shannon, who are the other two people on this tour, were part of that. But with me, um, I spoke, of course, about my experience, which unfortunately goes hand in hand with a lot of people in the LGBT community, LGBTQ+. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, I can understand why you are, your music video is at 2011, right? Yeah, um, it's kind of infamous, and um, it's, it's kind of infamous. Actually, funny thing, I was a senior in high school when your song came out, and there is this girl who had the idea that that should be our senior class song. And it was an unconventional choice. I'll uh, I'll, I'll give I'll give her that. It was um, it was different. Um, but yeah, so it was it was a senior class song. And in uh, retrospect, I can say it's you know it's it's good. I'm talking to you now. So um, the other thing that I saw, yes. Oh, Sorry. nothing. <laughs> Well, um, so the other thing that like everything comes full circle. Oh, everything does come full circle. <laughs> yes. Um, so did you did you foresee that kind of backlash like at all? Good Friday. Yes. Oh my gosh! I mean, I I couldn't foresee anyone other than maybe the kids I went to school with and my family sang that song. Like, it was... It, so there was no thought about, like, oh, however... What is it? Like, 200 million people collectively have seen this song and played this song and are going to now either either know me in some way or, or kind of have some sort of... Mm, I don't know. Uh, idea of who I am because of it. There was no thought of that. There was none. So I guess no. Yeah, the, 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 people have said some pretty grotesquely nasty things. Um, I, I can only imagine like how you you deal with that. Uh, it's a, it's very valiant that you're owning that. Um, I also read somewhere that you did like a film project on this later. Is that is that right? I'm trying to think about that. I, I've done, I don't, I wouldn't say I've done like a film project on, on Friday itself. I mean, I've, I've spoken a lot about it, um, especially recently, like something that I'm not sure if I've ever really talked about before, but in those first couple of years, like, like you said, I, I don't know how you would have dealt with that. And the, the only way I could think of how to do it was to just pretend like, was to almost minimize it in my head and pretend like it wasn't, wasn't bothering me. Um, and, and that it, it almost like, I just tried to block it out. And, and that was the only way that like, my 13 year old brain could deal with it. And mm-hmm. that came back to bite me years later because all of a sudden as I'm trying to really like I'm older now you know only five years but I'm now officially an adult and I'm trying to figure out really what I want to do and I started to write and I literally felt like I had no voice like I would walk into a studio I would walk into any sort of even just a meeting room and felt like I was the most insignificant person in that room and and quickly like I realized the thing that was stopping me from being able to do anything was that I, all of that pain and that hurt that comes from anyone 
telling you you're worthless or that you suck or you don't belong here, like that sits with you. It, it can't just not bother you. That's in, that it's not how a human reacts to those things. Um, so, so I, I, I really didn't talk about Friday and like really what was going on until actually like only a couple of years ago that much. Um, and really spoke, I feel, but I, I have done like little things here and there, I guess. How did you deal with it in the moment? Like you, you, su- you suppressed it. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, and something that I was kind of, no one really knew how to deal with anything like that. And I don't know if anyone still like, you see these viral things come up all the time. And it, it feels like now that I have the perspective of, knowing that I went through this, like something that I, I've kind of watched from just as any viewer is like Danielle Bergoli, like the girl that does catch me outside. And she's the same mm-hmm. age I was um, mm-hmm. when Friday came out. And the same thing, people just like talk about this girl, like she's a character, which I understand why they would see that. But like, there's a child behind that. There's no, they're not like emotionally developed enough to, to know how to deal. So I literally just like, Shut my emotions down. And it wasn't until a few years ago that you started to address that? Yeah. Um, to my own self. And, and like, I really, it, it took, it sounds like I'm not trying to <laughs> sound as cliche as I'm about to, but, like, all of a sudden, I had moved out of my parents' mm-hmm. place. I mm-hmm. uh, was in my place in L.A., and I felt like, I, I just, I was so stuck in everything that I did. In what, in what way? And like, stuck. What do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? It was like, so pretty immediately when I started moving out was when I was completely on my own, like, really quickly after Friday, I had, I had, a, I had the whole, like, team, the whole Hollywood team of agents and managers, and, and when I, a couple years afterwards, I dropped everything. I went back to school. Like, I was still, I was in high school the entire time, but I went to public mm-hmm. school. I graduated, and then when I was 18, I moved out straight away and was like, I want to, I really want to give myself a shot on my own terms now, because I feel like I know a little bit more about who I am. Um, the TV day, but still nothing is what I quickly found out. And like, um, I wanted to, I wanted to write and I wanted to really do it for the first time because Friday was, was not something I was a part of the creative process at all. I was 13 and like, um, I didn't write it. I didn't, I wasn't a, that whole music. I think a lot of people think like I wrote this song and, and had this hopes of becoming like this famous pop star, but it was just me being presented with something by like a company. I said, okay, yeah, like I would love to get the experience. And I was always a theater kid and I was always yeah. someone like a dance. I was either dancing or at, you know, in my school or whatever like that. And so this was another thing to kind of give myself, I knew I loved it, but I, I definitely wasn't, oof, I wasn't ready for like any sort of a career. So anyways, like I knew I wanted to go for it on my own terms. Um, and so I, I had made a couple, like, friendships with producers and writers. And the reason I felt stuck was every time I'd walk into a room, I, it was like I couldn't say anything. Like, I would be in there with co-writers, with producers, with whatever, and I would feel like there was nothing there. And I had no idea 
it, it got to the point where I was like, am I doing the right? Like, am I, what did I get myself into? And I realized that was the thing that made me realize that all of that hate or not hate, hurt and um, pain from, from going through what I went through with Friday was there. And, and so I started to, like, even just being aware of it and, and almost saying sorry to myself, like that little 13-year-old me that felt like she just had to stick her stick her head up and pretend like everything was okay, um, I, I felt sorry for myself. I don't know, I, and I don't know if that sounds bizarre to anyone, but it's like I felt like I had to have everything figured out when I was 13 again because I had no idea what to do. I had no idea what was going on. Um, and, like, starting to be, be there for myself, I guess, is what – started to help me out and I started to actually be happy with what I was doing for once. And so you've really kind of addressed that at this point is, are, are, are you saying that like you've, you've gotten to a point where you can like look at this and. No, I don't. Um, I don't think I'll ever have it figured out. I, I know no one does. Um, but at least it allows me to start being a bit more honest with myself and, and, and not only that, but I, I started to put out some, some singles here and there. I put out the song, The Great Divide. I put out um, that one in particular, like, specifically was about how I was feeling. And it was around that time where I realized, whoa, I'm in a lot of pain. Um, and I got to see how just sharing my real experience and and not just pretending like everything was okay. That helped a lot of people. So it was very therapeutic for you, but you felt like it helped a lot of other people? When I put that song out, I, I got so much response from, from kids, from young adults, from people all over the Internet who've seen it, and, and were able to say, I relate to this, which is something I never had before. You know, all, all the response that I'd gotten on the Internet was, all the hate that I got was Friday. I mean, I, I, I can only imagine, but so it did that like spur anything. Did that, did that transform uh, the way you looked at a potential future music career or lack thereof or what? Like, how did you, how did you approach that thought process? Like, um, I, 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 I just stick with, with the idea that, like, it can all work out. I started to see that it's something so weird to explain, and I'm sorry if I'm ever sounding preachy. Like, that's never what I, what I want out of this. But um, I mean, you've gone through a lot. Like, I get that. And, and you know, it, just, the, just the, 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 the fact that you take it in such stride, and, and I mean, I, if, if I was in that position and I got that much backlash, I don't know what I would have done. Um, period. So yeah, I I guess I, I I started realizing that the more that I was openly honest about what I was feeling, like whether it meant I was feeling awful or I was feeling hurt or I was feeling great, like the, a lot of people really, I guess, did wonder how a thirteen-year-old got through something like that. And like, and I've gotten a lot of people say exactly what you just said. Of I don't know how I would have done it. And it, the more that I pretended like I was 
fine and great and everything was okay and it doesn't bother me, the one, the more, like, torn up I was inside as a person and, and the more that it was almost like people didn't believe me. And, like, I, I, like I, I, I don't know what it was that made them get that, but the more that I could say, hey, like, I had a really rough time with this and it's okay, it's okay if you do too or if you're having a hard time too, that I, I think it's just so much more honest. Like, it's not this idea of, like, this girl gets so much hate and, like, she doesn't care about it at all because no one really, like, has that experience. Um, and if anyone does out there, like, I would love to I would love to meet them and know and, <laughs> like, understand how someone could be unbothered. I, so many – I see so many kids. I wrote about this on the NBCP. I – like, on Love is Love Tour, I hear so many kids talk about – how alone they feel and how unbelievably lost they feel because they have no one else like them or that no one seems to understand them. And I felt those exact same things. And still today I feel those exact same things. Um, but what I try to at least tell them more is it's not, hey, like I went through this crazy thing when I was 13, please feel bad for me. But maybe to help those children or young adults or adults that are going through some version of that, whether it's online bullying or in person, understand that like you can get out on the other side. Like you're not, your life isn't going to suck forever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's really empowering that you have that perspective about it and you just put out a new album even after like all that backlash. Can you, can you um, tell me like about that? So it's called Rebel and it's an EP based on, Although, it, well, not based on, I mean, it's written from those years of me trying to figure, kind of stumble my way through being an adult and figure out how to how to move out and, and how to, I guess, fall in love, and, um, or at least my experience with it, because I, I've kind of been coddled away that entire time through Friday and, and the years after that in Orange County, like, still being a kid and trying to grow up, and when I started writing was when I had moved out and was like, all right, I'm going to do this on my own. Um, so there's a lot of different things that I've tried out and tested out for that. And, and the songs that are on it are what I felt represented me the best. Um, or at least like what I was going through. Um, and, and the reason the name is Rebel is I guess I, I wanted to – define the way that I, I in, in things like I did with NBC or like I'm talking to you now, like how can I put my message out there from what I've learned? Like what, how, in my unique experience with like this crazy thing that happened to me when I was 13, how do I go through my day? And so like, there's a lot of depth in there that. is so, what it's, what it's kind of sounding like is there's a lot, there's a lot of depth in the, in the, in the, in the content that you put in there took a couple months to figure out. Like, I sat there and went through the list and the list of things that worked or that were weird. Or <laughs> And Rebel, like, yes, it's Rebecca Black, um, but it, it was it was one of those very, like, movie moments where I thought of it and I brought it to, like, my team and was like, what do you think? And it was just what worked. Um, and it's what defined, again, only at the moment um, and in this kind of, time of my life, 
what's going on. So yeah, dive. Can you dive into that just a little bit more? Yeah. Um, since so, I had this kind of unprepared for debut with Friday, and what I felt with that song was like every. I, I think I brought this up earlier briefly. Like I felt like everyone now felt like they knew who I was just from a three-minute and 30-second video when I was 13 mm-hmm. in middle school, in eighth grade, um, thinking I knew what who I was, but I had obviously no idea. Um, and that really kind of dug at me for a while, um, and it still kind of does today. Like, it, it, that feeling, I think everyone can feel this in their own way, like that, that feeling someone who literally doesn't know you feels like they know everything. And and being that I was so young, like I felt I felt like I felt this sense of unfairness. Like how how do you have the right to say such nasty things when mm-hmm. you it, it just you have no idea. Um, so with this first release I put out there with Rebel, what came to be Rebel, um, I I knew I just I wanted it to be right for me and I, I it took a couple of years to put the whole thing together because I was dead on about it, 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 I want this to be me and I, at first it was I want to prove everyone wrong I want to prove everyone that I can sing I want to show that I can do this but as time went on I realized that most importantly I just wanted something that I felt was accurate of of at least the person I was. And I knew it would not be a perfect person. It would not be this like very smart, uh, that's not the right word, but it, but it would not be this very consistently eloquent person that, that strides down the hallway with class every day. That's not me. <laughs> um, but it was a 20 year old who is out on her own, like figuring out how to live life, who is now dated a bit and has a, a point of view on that and, and a point of view on, on herself now and, and has gone through something that's allowed for her to really think about herself and, and that's been in negative ways and positive ways. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca, for sitting down and joining me on this episode. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode. Joining me next week is one of my co-hosts for the first time, and we're going to be speaking about her film, which is currently making the rounds in film festivals. But until then, playing us out is Rebecca Black, Heart Full of Scars. Stop, don't tell me how to feel. These scars will never heal.